Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krogh. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos Season 4. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, no weddings, no kids. I mean, not that I'm aware of, at least. We might actually do a full season this year. We might actually get through a whole season. Can you believe it? Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Uh, speaking of miracles, you uh, were able to get your computer set up. So good job by you. Yeah. So I can't stand the Midwest. Uh, I what? had I had an hour and a half, I thought, to set up my computer. Um, but then my wife asked me to go for a walk with the dogs and... Mm-hmm. She asked me to just do a small little loop. Normally it takes us 10, 15 minutes to, to just walk around the, the little circle. And then we met three different sets of neighbors out walking their dogs. It was an hour and a half. You don't have to talk to them. Of pleasantries. No, but we did the whole Midwest goodbye thing where you say goodbye three times before you oh, actually get God. to leave. That's so awful. I learned that's not, all that's about not just a Midwest thing. Oh, it's a Midwest thing. Uh, it's Midwest politeness. I learned all about my neighbors, Julie and Dan. Their son, Jeff, flies for United. Uh, he lives in California, flying to uh, New York. Well, it wasn't interesting for you for the hour and a half, so it's certainly not going to be interesting for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, so I, I well, welcome in, back, back to season four. Uh, I will say that you know, today's going to be a little bit more informal. There's not a lot of analysis going on. It's still the middle of May. If you want all the analysis, there are absolutely ludicrous and ridiculous lists online that you can look at uh, that me and Jason were openly laughing at a couple weeks ago when we golfed uh, and, and decided to run it back for season four. Um, Jason, I, I, I don't know if this is a, a good place to start, but uh, I am fully prepared to uh, give my left nut for Garrett Wilson in drafts this year. Really? So, yeah, if, if you just like to start there. Garrett Wilson. So, okay. So, we are generally, our first podcast of the year is sort of faces in new places. So, uh, I'm assuming you mean because Aaron Rodgers is in town and now you want Garrett Wilson, who he is already compared to Devontae Adams? Yeah. Yeah, and already was like, what was the number? I think he was fifth in targets last year. He was uh, a wide receiver one with Joe Flacco throwing him the ball. So I want to say yeah. he's probably going to be a wide receiver one with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Yeah, and just doing like a quick look at like where people have him draft or, you know, ranked. And, you know, we crap on ESPN all the time just because it's kind of fun. Uh, they have him at 10. So Who is they? Overall, like their their rankings in PPR have Garrett Wilson at 10. ESPN has their rankings out already? They do. That's incredible. Um, yeah, overall so, PPR wide receiver rankings. Right. So Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Amonra St. Brown, A.J. Brown, and Garrett Wilson is 10. Over Waddle, over T. Higgins, over Keenan Allen, Debo, Olave. Yeah, it's. Uh, I already know. I'm going to end up with so many wide receivers this year that, like, 
I don't know. Last year was weird. I, I, I'm almost going back to just take wide receivers and find running backs when they get hurt, I guess, at least a little bit instead of locking yourself into like a like a Zeke last year. Not this year because he's not on a team yet. But like even like Saquon and some of these other guys, like unless you had like the top three or four guys, it, I feel like it was just worth trying to hit home runs. The wide receiver list is so deep late. Like... DJ Moore, 25, Mike Williams, 26, Jerry Judy, 28, Drake London, 29, Mike Evans, 30, Calvin Ridley, 31, Christian Kirk, 32, uh, Brandon Cooks on Dallas, 35, George Pickens, 37, Traylon Burks, 39, Michael Thomas, 41. Like, I love, (laughs) that's a great tier. I love it. I'm in. I will plant my flag now and say that Michael Thomas does not stay in the 40s pre-draft. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Like, he's going to be healthy. It. He'll practice. And, I mean, I think he's like a given wide receiver, too. Yeah, I mean, that that was our big miss last year, but it's ultimately because he was hurt when he was healthy. I was going to say, it wasn't a miss, games. though. Like, he had, you know, multiple touchdown games in the first three weeks, 160 yards and a heaping of targets, and then he had a toe injury, and see you later. But, He's got the chronic. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I, I guess we buried the lead at least a little bit. Um, how about them bears, baby? Justin Fields, new faces, new places. DJ Moore, welcome to town as two Bears fans. How excited are you for uh, a potential Bears offense? Minus David Montgomery, he went to the Lions. And here comes DJ Moore uh, along with uh, apparently an ascending Justin Fields who most uh, fantasy prognosticators have as a top six, seven quarterback this year. Um, Top seven? Man, um, I mean, I think Justin Fields finishes there. I'm just a little bit worried about the rest of the offense, but you know, DJ Moore is a wide receiver too. I think is believable. Um, you gotta believe that Mooney is like maybe flex worthy, like low end flex play. Yeah, I mean, the, people have him ranked down in like the fifties. So oh, him, yeah, I was him, thinking him like, and Chase Claypool. I was thinking between 35 and 45 for Mooney. He'll hit a big one every now and again, but DJ Moore, are you, uh, are you targeting DJ Moore as a low end wide receiver too? Or do you think he finishes higher than that? I think it's a nice safe place to draft him. I I don't think Justin Fields is any worse than the trash he's had throwing to him. And by he, I mean, pronouns, pal, uh, DJ Moore has had crap, uh, throwing to him, Cam Newton, Darnold, or yeah, he was there last year. Yeah, just bad, bad quarterback <laughs> play. Where you know he he's never been worse than a wide receiver too, has he? And uh, he's currently ranked uh, at twenty five on ESPN. Um, and I, I I do think that Justin Fields is, is accurate enough to to get him the ball. And you know what makes good quarterbacks is good wide receivers, especially younger quarterbacks. So that that is very exciting. 
what makes a good fantasy quarterback is a quarterback who runs. And that is something that Justin Fields does a whole hell of a lot of. Um, yes. Speaking of running, something that caught my eye and sorry, I'm, I'm kind of driving the ship here just because as we kind of get into like preliminary analysis and you look at where other people have people ranked, not to say that the, like it's a baseline. Um, where do you think Kyler Murray's currently ranked on the quarterback rankings on ESPN? I would guess because of his ACL injury, he is probably outside of the top 10. He is. He's currently ranked 21st at the quarterback position on ESPN. Well, they're saying he might miss the first several weeks of the season. Personally, uh, I don't know. I probably think that he comes back around the bye week, which is like midseason. I still love it. Yeah. Still love it. Ta- last round, late in, round in points wonder. per game per week last year. I just so, uh, but you talked about guys with uh, quarterbacks throw just you know crappy th- quarterbacks throwing to him. I worry about DeAndre and I worry about Marquise Brown if Kyler isn't healthy to start the season. Uh, Terry McLaurin, who knows who's going to be throwing him to them in Washington on the Commanders. Chris yep. Godwin, Mike Evans. There's no Tom Brady anymore. What does Tampa's quarterback situation look like with Baker Mayfield and <laughs> Kyle Trask throwing the football? Um, so like, there's a lot of guys that I think are lower because of some of these situations that their quarterbacks are in one of my Mm -hmm. little late round targets that I do like the most, I can already tell you is going to be Jerry Judy because that offense really hasn't changed. It can't Um, be worse. And Jerry Judy was, and nobody I don't think knows this other than people that rostered him last year, but Jerry Judy was like a low end wide receiver one over the last month and a half of the season. But Denver, I mean, there was literally uh, a toilet race between how many toilets Russ had in his house and how many games they won. They were so bad. So I think you're going to get a discount across the Denver offense, but there's so many dudes coming back from injury too, like Javante coming back from injury. We already talked about Kyler um, is, is JK Dobbins healthy this season. So yeah, currently on ESPN, J.K. Dobbins is ranked 24th, uh, which I think we both like a lot uh, in, in that position. And and guys, we're really like, I do think we've really learned our lesson. Do not draft, especially in redraft leagues, don't draft running backs that are coming off of major injuries. And Never so, take the running back the first year back from the ACL, especially if it's a compound injury like Saquon took two years to get right because he tore his ACL, his, his LCL, and I think is also his hamstring. Um, so, yeah, I'm staying away from uh, what? Brees Hall. Um, Brees Hall's the guy. Yep. I'm staying away from him basically at all costs um, and and really kenneth walker as well right didn't he get dinged up at the end or i guess penny got dinged up walker stayed healthy yeah penny um, broke his leg yep but he yeah, should walker be fine now yep. um but yeah i'm staying away from Brees hall but i would love the discount uh on dobbins um i'm also really excited for rashad white because tampa didn't really add anybody in the backfield 
Um, yeah, so but I think they're, Rashad White they're projected Tampa. to be like one of the worst teams in football, though. So having a, yeah. a running back on the worst team is not really where you want to be. Uh, super excited for Tony Pollard this year uh, with no yeah. Zeke being there. Um, I, I think that's a potential home run. Uh, He's I think too low the, at running back eight. Yep. And and the one player that I'm not going to have on any team this year is B. John Robinson. Uh, he's being overdrafted, uh, in my opinion, uh, going as a, in a, as a top five running back. Uh, when you had our guy who was a thousand yard rusher last year in Tyler, Tyler Algier, not all guy, even though I want to say it just, <laughs> just to bring back some memories. But I mean, Tyler Algier was a, was over a thousand yard running back last year and they drafted somebody to replace him. It's just like, what, what's going on? What a terrible pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like Algiers going to completely go away in that offense after basically averaging five yards of carry last year, um, which was 11th in football. I think Bajan Robinson is a three down back by like week four. I don't like, there's going to be, be enough carries for both of them um, where I, I think Algiers actually going to have a lot of value with where he's going to be going. I, I think the only way that they get enough carries is if they actually figure out how to move the ball. Uh, and that was, that was something that they did not do with, even with Desmond Ritter under helm last season. Granted, you know, year two and it's more than just the last month of the season. He did complete like almost 64% of his passes, but not a lot of hope for me in the Atlanta offense this, uh, this season. Uh, Bajan Robinson is going to need all the volume to, uh, to make it happen, but he is the best running back. He is the best running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. So the dude is loaded with talent. Um, He's he is really fun to watch. So I'm excited to see what Bijan can do. And it's just kind of really fun to say Bijan. Right? Lord have I mercy. Mean, Bijan. Okay. Um, what about these rookie quarterbacks? Is there anyone that you think could pop a little bit? <laughs> Come on. You know I hate rookies in general. I Have really hate rook I really hate rookie quarterbacks. You are, you should not need to start a rookie quarterback. If you're Have starting you a rookie Bryce quarterback, Young, the video of Bryce Young getting snaps from behind the lineman and he yeah, looks like, like the, somebody's kid at like take your kid to work day in a Panthers <laughs> uniform. He's like 59 a buck 65 dripping wet. I as a Bears fan Watching that made me incredibly happy because he like, I think he needs a booster chair at the dinner table. Oh Lord. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, I think all these guys would have been second class to last year's quarterbacks, but um, the best physical specimen Levis didn't even go in the first round, but we'll see. Although maybe actually never mind. Uh, Richardson is by far the best specimen. He's like, you know, the God of, or the, the throwing arm of Jesus, the Jamarcus legs Russell of a cheetah. Yeah, exactly. Like he's already in the hall of fame and he hasn't played a snap. Um, what did he, you think he, about? He would be the one Richardson would be the one guy I want just for the potential running. That That's it. There, yeah. there is, 
I, th- I think all the other guys are going to be trash. What did uh, what did you think about what the Detroit Lions did, sending DeAndre Swift to Philly and drafting Jameer Gibbs? I I don't know what they're doing. Like why <laughs> why sign Montgomery to like a six million dollar a year contract for three years? Thunder and lightning. Yeah, but why? You don't need to do that. It's gonna like, be it's gonna Swift, be the same Swift thing they did last for, year for Philly, I think. It's I, gonna I like, be the same thing as last year with Jameer playing the DeAndre Swift role and Monty being an upgraded Jamal uh, Jamal Williams. Yeah, if you can pencil Monty in for ten to twelve touchdowns, which is possible, that'd that's be wild. fun. Um, a couple of dudes that I think I'm basically staying away from in drafts are Dalvin Cook because uh, he looked pretty cooked last year. He's also evidently <laughs> Minnesota is struggling to deal him like they don't want to keep him on the team, but they also can't find a trade partner. And for whatever reason, last year, he just looked like he kind of lost a step. Um and I don't know how you don't make better progress in an offense that has Justin Jefferson in it, but I think he only had one game over 100 yards rushing. Yeah, so. and like the last month of the season, uh, 14 for 64, no touchdowns. Nine carries, 27 yards, no touchdowns. 11 carries, 37 yards, no touchdowns. Like yeah. that is that is a dreadful end to the season. Uh, yeah, and I mean, he's turning 28 here soon. Um, so yeah. he'll be 28 when the season starts. His birthday is in August. Um, it's getting up there for running backs. Yeah. Um, and, and what about tight end? I think the answer is just draft Travis Kelsey in the first round. I I think that's absolutely the the play. If If he's available and you don't take him after like pick three, um, I, I think you have to. I, I can tell you t- my first, my my top three in my overall rankings are going to be Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and then Travis Kelsey. Okay. I mean, it, it'll be interesting because it's possible that Austin Eckler gets traded before the season starts because uh, he's looking for a new contract. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I mean, CMC is still cmc uh in that 49ers offense as well um so he, he is tantalizing um the the tight end back to tight ends uh mark andrews obviously lamar resigned with baltimore and then hawkinson wallers on the giants now um he's intriguing to me at least maybe in round four round five waller kittle Kyle Pitts is finally uh, n- not in the top five. Uh, Did you say Waller is intriguing to you? He is. Yeah, because they don't like have no. a lot of weapons for Daniel Jones to throw to. I, maybe, I guess, but that seems bad, right? Uh, I mean, they won a playoff game last year. Okay, Saquon Barkley won a playoff game. Danny Jones does not get any part of that win. It's probably more likely that the Vikings lost the playoff game than the Giants okay. won the play. So if we're being technical about it, um, tight ends that I do like Dallas Goddard uh, at, at yeah. seven. Um, yep. I, I like, 
Yep, like the value. Pat Fryermuth, uh, always concerned with injuries. Evan Ingram's nine. Uh, Dalton Schultz is now on Houston. I do not like that. Uh, sit down at 12 or at 11. Uh, the one guy uh, not mentioned, Cole Komet at 13. Um, the one guy not on this list um, is Taysom Hill, <laughs> who he's not, he, he hasn't gone away. He was a top five tight end last year. Um, and he should be drafted, so he's going to have to be in our rankings at some point because he still has tight end eligibility. So I like to see guys that are ascending, guys that um, are sort of exploding down the stretch at the end of the season, especially you know those younger guys, because to me, it means that they are coming into their own. They're, the game is starting to slow down. Um, we know traditionally that wide receivers, uh, generally take two years to pop tight ends are usually like three years to pop. Um, and although I think, you know, the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of exceptions to that rule, but, um, you know, especially for a guy like Kim Matt, I really want to see that, uh, that growth. And he showed a lot of growth at the end of last season. Yeah. He was everybody's sleeper last year. Um, I, I am probably more excited about the Foreman Herbert combo than I am Komet, uh, just from a touchdown perspective. But we'll see. I one one guy that uh, was ascending, uh, as you like to put it, um, and I guess we can kind of wrap up on this is how how prepared are you t- for Jordan Love to be uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback for the Packers, and do you think that Christian Watson? Um, is really the only guy for him to throw to in that offense right now. Um, because I personally think Jordan Love is going to be terrible. Saying that, I am fully <laughs> prepared for him to be the third coming of of Bart Starr for the Packers. Because apparently my entire life, the Packers are going to have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like it would just be devastating. And so in order to mentally prepare for that, I'm going to, I think Jordan loves bad, but I'm preparing for him to be great. And therefore Christian Watson's going to be very good and, and was really good at the end of last year. <sighs> he spent, I'm scared. He spent four, I'm scared, four Jason. years behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I the, well, three, this is his fourth. And they okay. picked up so the fifth year option, or like they gave him a two year extension or something. I think. I mean, he was. He's gonna. <laughs> I could see him being really good. He's mobile. He's not I'm afraid scared. to sling it. He did lead the FBS. I mean, this is, kind of, this is what I, I've made fun in, of in for the last several years. He led the FBS in interceptions the year that he came out um, at Utah. And, but he was still pretty good. And he's looked a lot sharper when he's filled in, especially last season. Um, when he's killed, he killed a couple games in garbage time. And I mean, I personally saw him hooking up with Christian Watson and it was working. So Christian Watson's definitely the only draftable wide receiver there. Um, 
I think that they definitely lean on Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon more, both of which are exceptionally infuriating. Um, yep. But I loved starting Christian Watson and getting 30 plus points every week for six weeks in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit hyper hyperbolic. Um, he, has he, to catch, he was good. He has to catch one of those cat, like one of those balls every game. And he's going to have five to six thrown his way that could go to the house. I mean, the dude could take a freaking end around 75 yards. And he did to have the overhit in the Bears game uh, last year in week 13. But yeah, so he, uh, he he's a guy that that I'm looking looking forward to having on a couple of teams just because he's so explosive and started out a little slow. And uh, I do think him and Lover will, will have, have the connection. Uh, anything else you want to touch on as we're getting back into the swing here? Uh, anything you're, you're really looking forward to? I, I know your favorite time of year is is preparing for the draft and um, not not sure what things are going to look like for us this year. I think we're going to have the sack of sheet back. Going to going to do our, our YouTube videos again. And uh, the plan is to to really start picking up in June uh, and, and putting out content for you guys every week. Yeah. Just wanted to, you know, start light, say we're back and. Uh, we're going to start posting regularly again soon. Season four. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, we started off the first podcast, uh, already with a complete computer restart in the middle of it. So (laughs) we are par for the course. We're back. Season four in this house. Season four in this house. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good night. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.